Want to create a breakthrough gene therapy or life-saving vaccine? Pioneer aerospace excellence? Take your hospitality tech brand international? Montgomery County, Maryland is where you can do all that and more. Use our ideal location next to D.C. Diverse world-class talent and our vast business resources to be the next company to make your mark and transform the world. Visit bnext.thinkmoco.com. That's bnext.thinkmoco.com to learn how we can help you create something remarkable. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Deborah Hartswell, and you're tuned into BBR Cryptid and Paranormal Investigations. Thank you for joining me, and I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you are well and enjoying your day. Tonight's recording is for my friend and BBR member Chris and we have creatures, paranormal events, ghosts, UFOs and some bizarre tales to tell you. It injured our dogs and I was working a security shift when I saw it. The Woodmill Hairy Thing. This report came in from a lady and she was reporting on behalf of a son and her ex-partner and she was explaining an event that happened to them a number of years ago. And she said, My son's never put it out there publicly what happened, nor has my ex-partner. And I was not there that night when they saw it, but this is what they told me when they came back home. My partner was a security guard for the golf course on Woodmill Lane in Southampton. He was on his usual shift that night. Not too much happened down there. So my son had joined him at work for the night. And they also had our two security trained dogs with them. Both dogs will attack on command. They were patrolling the area, just walking the course with the dogs on the lead. And they both said they did hear voices or noises every now and again in the wood line. And presuming it was a deer or another animal, they just ignored it. And they continued to walk and patrol the area. They did their rounds a number of times, following the same direction each time. And as they were passing one particular clump of bushes, the dogs suddenly started to go mad. They were both barking and snapping and pulling on the leads and running as close to the bushes as the leads would allow them to get. At which point, something in the bushes they cannot describe made a horrid howling screech and set off running towards the wood lines. The dogs strained so hard my ex-partner dropped the leads and the dogs were off in hot pursuit of the thing. As the dogs got into the woods and trees, they couldn't be seen, but there was a yelp and both dogs ran back the way they had come, heading straight to my ex-partner. One of the dogs was clearly injured and was limping badly on one leg. As they were seen to the dog and checking them over, off into the woods they heard a splash in the stream, as if whatever it was the dogs had chased had jumped into the water and made its escape. When I asked what the thing they saw looked like, they both described the creature as around six and a half feet to seven feet tall. It was really hairy and dirty and unkempt, 
and they have only really only ever told very close friends up until today. My son is fully grown now and we're together the other day and we were talking and this came up and I remember at the time how my son looked when he came home. He was white, white as a sheet and quite ill looking. It was at least a week before the dogs would return to the area and they were all shaken up quite badly. And my son never returned to the golf club or the area around it since. The Preston Thing, 1992. I took a security guard job for a while at Cranswick Foods in Preston. It's the meatpacking company on the northeast coast of England. My job was basically sitting in the gatehouse on a night shift and doing what most security guards do, watching TV and waiting for the night to be over. The gatehouse I was in had large windows on all sides with a reasonably good field of vision. Nothing had ever really happened and I expected my other shifts to be the same. Until one morning, about 2am. I'd just finished my ground patrol, which meant I would walk the premises on a half-hourly basis throughout the night. I'd just done another patrol and as I sat down and got settled in the cab with a cup of tea, I turned on the TV. I turned the lights out in the gatehouse and made sure they were off as it made it hard to see outside due to the reflections in the window. As I was about to turn the TV over to find something to watch, I saw a silhouette of a man looking through the front window of the cabin. As I looked up, the silhouette had gone. I focused back on the TV and the silhouette was there again. And this time I saw it move away quickly. My first thoughts were that another security guard was messing about with me for some reason. And as I stood up and started to walk to the window, I saw the silhouette again out of the corner of my eye. It was standing in front of the right window of the cabin. I turned my head to the side and saw the full figure looking back at me. It moved away to the right at a very unnatural speed, almost like the vampires do in Hollywood films and it was standing at the rear window of the cabin in an instant. I spun around and we looked at each other for no more than a second before it darted off again, and this time it was gone for good. I've never seen anything move as fast as that thing did in my entire life. I'm clueless as to what it was, but I know for a fact it was not human. But it did have an almost human shape, if that makes sense. I could not see any detail, only a blacked-out silhouette. I've looked on the internet for similar stories, but only come up with shadow entities, and it was definitely not one of those. A massive crystal-shaped UFO spotted it hovering over North Wales. A security guard spotted a massive UFO hovering over North Wales. John Waring spotted the crystal-shaped object in the skies at around 6am while he was at work. The ex-soldier and former lightcraft aircraft pilot from Tawin shared pictures of the bright light that he says quickly disappeared when the sun came up around seven. He described the UFO that was near an illuminated telecommunications tower as being a quarter of the size of the moon. John, who'd been flying light aircraft for more than a decade, said he was one million percent certain it was not an aircraft. I've never seen anything like it, and I did 12 years in the army, he said. I've no idea what it was. I couldn't even like to take a guess, to be honest. It was just a massive bright light 
and it was crystal in shape. The moon was to the west and this was to the east. Now sometimes you don't need to be on security duty or attending your night watchman duties. Some people experience the strange and unusual when just working nights. Stalked by an upright canine, Upper Mill, 1993. I was working in the Upper Mill area of Oldham and it was the winter of 1993. The factory I was working in was very hard to get to and if you didn't know your way in, it was impossible to find. It was locked for the night and there were two big sliding doors that you had to use to get into the factory itself and they were not easy to open on your own. I was working away and it was about 8pm and a man and a woman just came from nowhere and said to me, do you sell chairs? I remember I was wearing a a welding helmet so I lifted my head up, took the helmet off and I think I was in shock somehow and I just calmly said, no, sorry we don't. The couple were in their late 60s and something seemed off about them. I was instantly on my guard. I was completely white with shock. How did this couple find the factory in the first place and then open the big sliding doors? It still baffles me to that day. I showed the couple out of the factory and that was it for me. I turned everything off, locked the factory up and forgot all about staying over for the night. There was something not right about the whole event. Now the buses had stopped running by the time I'd walked to the train station. I could sense something watching me and following me as I walked along. There were a few shops and a pub on the way to the train station, but everything was so quiet. There was no one around, it was eerily quiet. There was a road on my right-hand side, and when I was a good ways up, I heard something strange. And it was a howl. And whatever I had felt following me made that howl, because this thing was keeping pace with me, and I couldn't see it at first. I stopped and I looked over and I saw something big and very dark and this thing was making a lot of noise. As I quickened my pace, this thing stayed exactly the same distance away from me. I didn't know what to do. This night was so different than any other time I'd walked this way. I made it to the train station, expecting to see others waiting on the train and of course there was no one there. I looked for the time of the train. The next train was due in 20 minutes. I went to the platform and I could still see it from where I was standing. The creature was now on the other side of the train lines in the field. It looked to be around seven feet tall and it was very well built. The head on this thing was similar to a German shepherd dog. It was on two legs standing upright. Well, I didn't want to stay at the train station on my own with that thing there watching me until the train arrived. I noticed a pub near the station that I'd passed walking in. I moved very fast to the pub and when I entered the pub it was really quiet. I ordered a drink and I pondered whether I should say something to the bartender or not and I decided not to. I was still in shock. I had 15 minutes wait for my next... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Train, so I finished my drink. 
and I walked to the station really slowly to kill time. This was one of the most terrifying ordeals of my life. When I made it to the train station, the atmosphere had changed, thankfully. It must have gone, as I couldn't see it anymore. My train was in the distance, and the train pulled up, and I couldn't get on that train fast enough to go home. I never worked on my own again in that factory. I left within the next month. I really don't know what happened that evening, but I have never been so scared, and I'm not a small guy. I have had other encounters in my life which are strange and unexplainable, but nothing as scary as that night. A strange man and some frozen footage. I used to work at a place which was required to be manned 24 hours a day. Security was very tight. There are bars on the windows and multiple locked doors to get to where I'm located on my shift. If anybody came in, they would... It would be really hard to get to me. At night, they'd give me work to do during my shift, but they underestimated how quickly I could get it done. I'd end up sitting down watching the CCTV, waiting for my shift to end. That night, it was getting to be the last third of my shift, when all of a sudden, I heard a door close. I looked at the security camera, and I see someone walking down the hallway towards my room. At first glance, I thought it was just somebody that came in to work ridiculously early. So I turn around and I wait for them to come in. But nobody came in. And the hair starts to rise on my back. They would have to pass me to come in. Now, this isn't a really big building, so I figure I'll walk around, I'll find the guy, wherever he is, and see what's going on. I start checking offices and storage rooms, but I come up empty-handed. However, I do see that the fire door is shut. So I go back to the CCTV and I go and try and rewind it. But the digital recording is password protected and I don't know the password. Anyways, the whole thing really freaked me out. The way the person was walking down the hallway, his gait was a determined walk right to where I was. So I just sit there, spine tingling for the last couple of hours of my shift and finally people start coming in. My replacement shows up and I tell her what I saw. I figured I just must have imagined the whole thing. So I wanted somebody else's opinion on it. She told me to go home and get some sleep and the manager and the girl who replaced me would look over the camera for me. And after getting home, it played on my mind. So I called my manager and asked what was on the camera when she checked. They both looked and they both said the same thing, that the video showed the fire door closing, but then the video froze for an hour. The next thing it records is me reopening the door. There is no way that we could have lost that footage. The security guard who loved his job. My dad had a weird experience once when he was in his early 20s. He had an office job in a building in the city. The building had five storeys and his office was on the fourth floor. He had just got a promotion when this incident happened and unfortunately he had to stay late a lot of nights to finish up his work. One evening he was staying late and finally finished his work at about 11pm. He locked up the office, headed downstairs, said goodbye to the security guard on duty and left. The next day he came in and found out that the building had been broken into. The police took my dad aside and began questioning him. 
He told him about staying late and how he definitely locked up and everything. And then my dad asked about the security guard and if he'd seen anything. And where was he when the robbery happened? The cop gave him a strange look and went and got my dad's boss, who came over and asked my dad what he was talking about. The cop asked the boss if the building had a security guard and the boss shook his head and said that they used to, but the security guard had died a week ago and they hadn't hired another one yet. My dad was understandably shocked by this. He had definitely spoken to the very real guard who had worked there for years. He didn't even know the guard had died. Nobody had informed him of that yet. Now, the person who had broken in ended up being a disgruntled former employee who had been fired a couple of months prior. He told the police that he chose that particular time to break in because he knew the security guard had passed away and they wouldn't have got a replacement yet and it'd be easier to just break in without worrying about being apprehended. Again, my dad said the guard was very real-looking, not hazy or ghost-like in any way. The guard looked how he always looked and seemed genuinely content. Maybe he was still looking after the building. Guards from the British Museum report very spooky goings-on with ghostly footsteps and strange noises heard among the exhibits. Security workers at the London attraction, which is home to more than 8 million ancient artefacts, have been hearing things being moved during the night. Some have reported doors swinging open, fire alarms sounding at midnight when there's no fires, chilling music floating through the galleries of the 18th century building. Others say white glowing orbs have been spotted hovering above the staircase in the Great Court on CCTV. Phil Heary, one of the guards, said he felt the temperature drop dramatically while in the ancient Egypt gallery, where 19 mummies were on display. The guard, who worked at the museum for 29 years, said it was like walking into a freezer. My stomach turned over. The feel of the gallery was, oh, you just wanted to get out. Now, I'm not a great believer that where oh sorry i am a great believer that wherever you are buried you should stay there a lot of mummies there in that building should be back in their graves now the first egyptian room is also home to the mummy case of a high priestess of the temple of amun ra and she's known as the unlucky mummy she was donated to the british museum in july 1889 and has been blamed with causing death injury and catastrophes and even the titanic disaster was blamed upon her now there are many supernatural stories attached to many of the artifacts in there and one of them is the elgin marbles which were removed from the parthenon in greece in the 1800s according to the legend among workers the sculpt were heard weeping inside the crate as they were moved to the UK. Other guards claim they have bolted the doors to the Sutton Hall Gallery just to find out they were wide open again moments later. One worker said they heard fire alarms ringing out through the museum after pointing at the figure of a two-headed dog made in the 19th century. And in the dead of night, the overnight security team heard an alarm sound from a disabled bathroom above the staircase in the Great Court. A CCTV operator then told them there were large balls of white light floating above the steps, but the guards couldn't see anything in real time. 
Now, I wonder how many other security guards have a strange story to tell. And if they're out there listening, we would love you to share your experience with us. Goodbye. Until next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.